We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 181 on the Blue Wire Network. This is an emergency slash live locker room that we're doing right now. Obviously, a lot to unfold right now. The Lions make a huge move on this Thursday morning. And they go out and extend center Frank Ragnow to make him the highest paid center in the whole entire NFL. And now he's under contract with the Detroit Lions until 2026. And this is a great move. So, uh, Pierre, how you doing, my man? I'm doing great, man. I'm excited. I woke up to the news that they extended Ragnow. Uh, obviously, he's one of the best young centers in the league. I like how Brad Holmes signed him now instead of waiting. If he waited, his price tag would have been a lot more. So I thought that was smart, signing him now rather than waiting a couple of years when the cap's going to spike. Yeah, for sure. And obviously with the emergency podcast, we can't always have everybody in our crew doing the episode because they're unexpected. You know, right now this is a Thursday, 1 o'clock p.m. in the afternoon. So it's like this is very random. And, you know, for the five people that are here in this locker room at this time, I appreciate you guys because – you know, it's a weird time. But obviously with emergency stuff, it's going to come at weird times. So, um, yeah, the Lions make uh, Frank Ragnow the highest paid center in the NFL. And I think this is not a surprise by any means. I think this was a move that, you know, we expected to happen. You know, I feel like the whole, like, trend of the offseason, you know, when we when we even picked out Frank Ragnow's fifth-year option, is like, oh, it's like, yeah, once Frank Ragnow is extended – then, you know, we can start to fill out the other puzzle pieces to the offensive line, and then you could build this foundation. You have already three guys. I'm talking even pre-draft process, before we drafted Panay Sewell. We had three offensive linemen where we're like, we got a solid core. You know, we got we extended Decker, foundational piece. They got him done last year. Frank Ragnow now is a foundational piece going forward, him being extended all the way to 2026. And then, obviously, you drafted Panay Sewell with the seventh pick overall, so you're looking to him. They're also a foundational piece, and then you also got who you drafted last year, Jonah Jackson, you know, a very promising guard for this team going forward. You got him under contract all the way till 2023 as well. So the Lions got arguably the most important position in football and the most important line in football 
all done, essentially. I mean, they have four of their five guys all under contract until at least 2023, and that's a very exciting time. So uh, what's your thoughts on this, Pierre? Yeah, when you look at Ragnow, he's a tough player. He played, what was that injury last year? Like a broken throw or something? Yeah, yeah, he played with a, yeah. <laughs> it was like a... Yeah, he played through that. Like that. Uh, gave up zero sacks. He gave up zero sacks, which is impressive. He only had three penalties. Um, he's a muller in the run game. I don't know if you guys seen that one clip of him just destroying Akeem Hicks. He like pancakes, right? Serving some pancakes. That's an awesome vid. Um Frank Ragnow to me, is a guy you want to build around, right? You have Taylor Decker, you have Ragnow, you have Sewell, you have Jackson, like you said. Your O-line is signed through 2023. It's awesome, bro. Like, very rarely when a team rebuilds has a really good O-line. Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, I think people were a lot of you know, there was a lot of people hesitant when they paid Taylor Decker last year just because of, you know, the production that maybe he's proved so far in the NFL. Obviously, he had a big injury in 2017. So there was a little, you know, people hesitant of keeping Decker long, you know, in the long term. I think there's no hesitant with Frank Rag now. I think he's arguably the best center in the whole entire NFL. Um, you know, he's up there, at least top three. I don't think there's a disagreement that he's not a top three center in the NFL. And obviously, a very important position in football. And you have this guy now extended until 2026. So that's very exciting, right? Yeah. All right, so obviously with the Lions bringing back Frank Ragnow, that wasn't the big shock. There was also some other news. We have some time uh, we could use because, I mean, the Lions have been pretty active this week making some transactions. So tight end Josh Hill, who they signed early in the offseason after the New Orleans Saints released him, he ended up retiring kind of out of the blue, out of nowhere, and it right. was very, you know, odd uh, move that just – wasn't expected. The Lions, at least it looks like they were expecting him to be tight end two this year because they didn't really address the position outside of, you know, Josh Hill. You know, they let go of Jesse James. They let go of Hunter Bryant, who was back with the team, but not on the 90-man roster. Um, and then, you know, just didn't really, weren't really active at the tight end market outside of getting Josh Hill. So they seemed like that they were going to make him tight end two. Obviously, didn't really address the position in the draft. So, you know, he unexpectedly retires. And then the Lions the next day, or even maybe a couple hours, they go out and sign former Detroit Lion, former Houston Texan, former Arizona Cardinal, Darren Fells. Now he's here you know, in Detroit to be tight end, too. So, Peter, what's your thoughts on you know, bringing Darren Fells in and then Josh Hill just unexpectedly retiring? The first thing I think about Darren Fells, do you guys remember Greg Robinson? Like he was, he was like Greg Robinson's bodyguard, right? Like Greg mm-hmm. Robinson was so bad, he helped, he'd help him in uh, – and blocking. But all jokes aside, Darren Fells is a great blocker. He's a really good red zone target. He had 11 touchdowns the past two years. So he's also like Goff likes those security blankets. He could be another security blanket to Goff in the passing game. I, I think, you know, this is a little fun fact about me. Not, not that many people know about me is that Darren Fells is actually one of my favorite players, like, in the NFL. I think he's just such a gritty player and a guy that just improves – and offense in every phase of the game. You know, the run game, he's an amazing blocker, like you mentioned. You know, he's a very sneaky pass catcher as well. So, you know, we talked about this a little bit in our last episode of him just meeting with the Lions and, like, how I was just excited that they are interviewing him, bringing him in the room. Um, But now actually officially getting the job done, you know, I I feel the same exact way. You know, it's just 
he's a sneaky player, dude. He's a very underrated player. And like I mentioned, just helps every phase of the offense, uh, on the offense, you know, like I mentioned, the passing game, the running game. He's there. And, you know, like you mentioned, he's a sneaky weapon. He's had, what, 12 touchdowns? You said 11 touchdowns? Yeah, 11 touchdowns the past two years, yeah. I mean, he's just, that's, I mean, it's not numbers are going to, like, blow you through the roof. I'm not saying he's some elite tight end or uh, some elite player, but he's a guy you definitely want in your room. And, you know, to compliment a guy like TJ Hawkinson and be a tight end, too, Oh, 100%. I mean, he was right. one of Deshaun Watson's favorite weapons, especially last year when they lost DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, that was a guy he really counted on. He's a red zone target. And, you know, when he was on the lines in 2017, I mean, there was a point where I thought he was the best tight end on the team, and that was with Eric Ebron on the roster as well. So Don't you know, bring up that name. Um, number 85 was on the team. So, <laughs> you know, I, I was uh, I was really happy that they brought Darren Fells back. I was a little disappointed back in 2018 and they didn't bring him back. And I guess it came out that he wasn't a huge Matt Patricia guy, which I guess isn't a huge shocker. But uh, overall, I'm very excited, you know, that Darren Fells is back in the, in the Honolulu Blue. And, you know, excited to see what he can do this year, you know, complimenting T.J. Hawkinson now. So um, the Lions made another move. And I guess... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Not been made official, according to Dave Burkett, that the Lions were going to wait till this morning to see what they could do with it. Obviously, it's one o'clock in the you know afternoon, so there hasn't been any official you know announcement yet. But it was Ian Rapport on Wednesday night saying Carryon Johnson is officially being waived by the Detroit Lions, and now there's some you know speculating reports that he's not officially been waived yet, and that they could potentially maybe looking at a move, but. Overall, it looks like Carryon Johnson will not be on this team in 2021. So, Pierre, you know, what's your head at? You know, obviously they went out and got Jamal Williams in the offseason. They drafted Swift last year, and then they drafted Jamar Jefferson in the in the seventh round. So, you know, was this a surprise to you seeing Carryon Johnson um, being waived this early in the process? It wasn't really a surprise to me. When you look at his production, his production has went down. His knees are shot. He's great in pass pro. He's a great guy to have in the locker room, but – also, like, what are you providing with that value? Because Jamal Williams is also a great pass blocker, and they signed him. So, plus, releasing him or trading him saves $1.3 million of cash space. So I see why they did it. I love carry-on, but the NFL, at the end of the day, it's a business, right? And if you're not producing, if you're not the guy you were, why am I paying you that much when I could pay Jamar Jefferson, like, his rookie deal instead of $1.3 million on the cap? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a very valid point. I think people kind of almost forgets like 
you just mentioned it. Like, they went out and signed Jamal Williams, who's very good in pass pro. It's like, oh, we lost that and carrying on Johnson on third downs. Like, yeah, now you plug in Jamal Williams in third down. That's completely fine. And he's more obviously a versatile option where you could use him more in the running and passing game more than carry on. The thing with carry on, if his only ability that he's given me is in pass protect, you know, pass protection, I don't see that a reason to be, you know, held on the roster because if you're going to be a running back three and there's an injury on the team, do you trust Carryon Johnson right now? And I, I straight up don't. I can, I don't think I could ever trust Carryon Johnson getting more than 16 carries a game or 15 carries a game, even 10 carries a game, honestly. Right, because this his knees are shot. Like the guy's always hurt, and I feel bad for him. But I mean, that's that's the harsh reality of the NFL. You don't produce, you get cut, or team moves on from you. Yeah, and that was obviously the cautions when he was coming out of Auburn. You know, and the Lions picked him up was, you know. It was the injuries, and obviously it haunted the Lions. The injuries came to truth. It's you know it's always a gamble when you got a guy that has had injury problems in the, you know in college and high school and just had a bunch of lingering injuries. It's always obviously an issue. Um, you know they swung the fence to try to get a guy like Kieran Johnson in, who was you know good value at that point with the production at Auburn, but obviously just you know the injuries came to haunt him. You know the last first two years in his career. And then, obviously, in 2020, he played all 16 games, but, like, he didn't really have much of an impact in the running game outside of pass protection on third down, which is good and you need. But like you mentioned, they brought in Jamal Williams. is more versatile. So I think the Lions now view the third running back spot as we need more of an insurance. If one of these guys go down, we need a guy that's actually going you know, we could trust to run the ball 15, 20 times a game. And I just don't think on Johnson is that guy. Uh, anymore yep I agree with that <clears throat> so I think that's why the decision came I think the timing the decision was a little interesting I thought maybe he'd get opportunity in camp but I think like I mentioned I think Brad Holmes just looked at the you know it wasn't needed at the time like yeah he's a great pass blocker but you know we have guys in the roster and we just need a, a more valuable option at, at the third running back spot and obviously now the Lions have an open tryout at that spot seventh round pick Jamar Jefferson from Oregon State you got Rakeem Boyd, and then um, there's another guy I'm missing. Uh, Mills, I think his name is. I, yeah, I Dedrick Mills. Dedrick Mills, yeah. So now that's the open running back spot. We'll see who you know ends up you know getting that spot. RB three, maybe they bring another guy in before the season. So it's gonna be an interesting battle throughout training camp. But um, I think with that being said, I think we covered everything, right? Yep. Do you want to bring people on? You understand it? Uh, I think we could just end it emergency pod. You know, we'll. You know, have some more stuff coming out. Obviously, by the time if you guys listen to this back and you didn't weren't here live, our draft pod is now out. Our recap of the 2021 NFL draft class is officially out. So, if you guys want to go listen to that, go take a listen to that. It's always much appreciated. And then, if you guys enjoyed this episode, hope you guys you know could leave a five star review. It's always much appreciated. And with that being said, I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, guys. Hope you're all staying safe during this time. And I'm out.